Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My dear brothers, respected elders and listeners, we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to safeguard us, to shower his mercy and his rahmah upon the ummah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We continue to keep reminding فَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّا ذِكْرَةً فَالْمُؤْمِنِينَ that we are still not safe from ongoing pandemic and disease is getting worse day by day so it is our humble request to the Ummah to continue following the, the guidelines being given by the government by the professional doctors to cover in public places keep washing our hands and to keep social distances from those who are not within our bubble my dear brothers it is sad that yet after all what is happening around the world it's not one city it's not one town it's not one country but the whole world is affected by this disease and yet we have narrow-minded arrogant people within the Muslim community who till this date yet they don't want to believe in it automatically indirectly you are denying the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his decision it is your stupidity that you go to public places such as masajids and you argue baseless argument and you do not want to, want to follow the guidelines simple as wearing mask or keeping social distance just because your brain is too small to understand the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is very sad that till this date we have to explain to people my simple request to those people who are being stupid if you do not want to follow the rules and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa tell us that we have to follow the orders given by our leaders whether that is a masjid leader whether that is a city leader whether that is a country leader as long as they are now telling you to go against the hukm of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we should follow so if you do not want to understand that then stay home pray your salat at home stay home keep yourself safe and keep others safe till today yesterday somebody sent me a message on a whatsapp saying oh there is a fatwa given that oh you don't have to force anybody for their vaccine who said that any masjid is forcing anybody to take any vaccine there is no any imam there is no any mufti there is no any masjid who is forcing anybody to take the vaccine it is your individual choice we don't need to get fatwas for such argument and make it such a big topic about it we have enough problems within our muslim community around the world to solve those rather than to create more I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the understanding 
and to give us a tawfiq to act upon the teaching of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The hadith of Hazaraisha radiyallahu anha that I'm going to share today with our listeners is the hadith where Hazaraisha radiyallahu anha keep seeing the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam night after night sacrificing his sleep sacrificing his bed his resting place and standing most of the night in the salat praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the hadith says until he she saw the bottom part of the feet of the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam being affected by him standing for so long he didn't have the luxury that we have today the carpets and beautiful carpets and beautiful massages it was before flow that the prophet muhammad sallallahu was praying at after seeing this as aisha radiyallahu anha confronted the prophet muhammad sallallahu and asked him ya rasulullah correct me if i'm wrong did not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all your mistakes previously and if it does happen at any time that you have forgiven it says it true did not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guarantee you jannah that there's no doubt in it and he said it is true so Aisha radiallahu anha asked ya rasulullah if all those are given to you then yet why are you harming yourself disturbing yourself standing at night for so long night after night because for the human normal understand human understanding is like you worship allah you do ibadat of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what to get jannah to get forgiveness to give allah's rahma so all that has been given to you and it's been guaranteed then why on top of all that and the word the prophet ﷺ replied is the one i want you brothers to take it home with you he replied to aisha radiyallahu anha and to the ummah of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam afala akunu abdan shakuran He said to the Aisha radiallahu anha, Yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me all those ni'mah and Jannah is guaranteed. For that reason alone, shouldn't I be a thankful slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Me standing at night, night after night, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is not because I have committed a sin. It is not because my jannah is not guaranteed but it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me ni'mah and for me it is first upon me to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those ni'mah Today unfortunately mu'min have understood it the other way around that you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
for his benefit rather than for my benefit. You remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you are in need rather than when you are not in need. When we are in problem, the hands raises up. When we are in difficulty, hands raises up. What about when, I don't want to say but because it's, it's, that's how people understand it, but which human being hasn't got a problem? Every human being has a problem. But when we realize that problem, because most of the time shaitan makes for, make us to forget. To forget what? To forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaitan always, always try his ultimate best to make sure that our mind wanders somewhere else rather than remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's his aim and goal. So when you are in problem, when you have a problem, you are in difficulty moment, Shaitan cannot make you to forget Allah subhanahu wa automatically because your iman is there, you start remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the Prophet Muhammad did not teach us remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only when you are in need. When you are sick, you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, please take this illness away from me. I can't bear it anymore. And the wonderful, you know, pain of tooth, earache, always comes in the, at night. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've noticed, you know, Always daytime, you don't, you don't, the truth doesn't even hurt, you don't even remember it. But when you go to sleep at night, when everybody's sleeping, that's when, you know, you start feeling the pain. And that's when the, all the dentists are closed as well. I remember once I was in Africa and the, the pain got so, so severe, the next morning I went to the dentist and I told him, just remove it. He goes, you don't have to remove it. I said, well, you don't know how I spend the night. So when you are in pain, severe pain, the whole night everybody's sleeping and the tooth is really disturbing you. Ya Allah, please, can you bring the fajr quicker? You know, and make sure the dentists are open earlier this tomorrow. So at least I can get there on time and make sure there is, you know, time for me so I can remove this pain from me. Because you cannot bear the pain. You will remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the whole night. But give you a day or two after the pain is gone away. Even if there's somebody comes to wake you up for the hajjud, you might even, you know, slap him back and let's say, why are you disturbing my sleep? I haven't been sleeping with the tooth, now you're telling me to wake up for the hajjud. Time after time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the opportunity to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Time after time, why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us. In the hadith of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he did not, not create us for this dunya. Ad-dunya khulika lakum wa antum khuliktum lil-akhirah. The dunya was created to serve us, the mu'min. But because we have not understand, understood it properly, today we become the slave of the dunya. And the Prophet said, وَأَنْتُمْ خُلِكْتُمْ لِلْآخِرَةِ You are created not for this world, but for akhirah. And in akhirah for jannah, not in jahannam. 
So my dear brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, again, he's giving us another opportunity in couple of days, the month of Rajab is upon us. Rajab is one of the four sacred months where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned it in the Quran, Minha Arba'atun Hurum. Out of the 12 months, the four months are sacred, Dhul Qa'da, Dhul Hijjah, Muharram, which comes together, and Rajab, which is a preparation for what to come. The month of Rajab and Sha'ban. And that's why when hadith of Anas radiallahu anhu mentioned in, by Sunan Ahmad, somebody asked Anas radiallahu anhu a sahaba, said, what dua would the Prophet sallallahu used to read when the month of Rajab is to come? And he replied, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balikna Ramadan. Oh Allah, please, you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to shower his barakah, his mercy, his rahmah for us in the month of Rajab and in the month of Sha'ban so we can prepare ourselves for the great month to come of Ramadan. And in that dua, the Prophet taught us that at the same time he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the good health, the tawfiq, the ability, the strength to fulfill the responsibility of that month of Ramadan. And most of the time, the problem we have, my dear brothers, is that we know for sure after 11 months, the 12 months in Ramadan is going to come. There is no year that Ramadan has, you know, misplaced here and there. We know it, that every year Ramadan comes. And it will come, it will go, it will come, it will go. The question I ask myself, what different what has it made it to me before Ramadan and after Ramadan. Make a survey of yourself. Like you do for businesses, do for your good deeds and amal for akhirah. Mentally, physically, emotionally, you prepare from Rajab, you prepare in Sha'aban to get ready for Ramadan. You make a plan for yourself. From now till Ramadan, what am I supposed to do and what am I not supposed to do? Fight the enemy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the shaitan. Inshallah, the, the topic of Ramadan will come near. But this is the time. We have 60 days left before the Ramadan comes. And for those who are not following it, they might say, oh, the year has gone past so quickly. We were already warned by the Prophet Sallallahu the time will come when a year will go like a month, a month will go like a week, and a week will go like a day, and a day will go like hours. Some of us look back and say, ah, Ramadan was just, last year Ramadan just went, and suddenly another one is just around the corner. It's only 60 days away. And this is the time Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has given us the chance to prepare ourselves. And in the sacred month also, my dear brothers, because the reward is so great for good action, you do any good deed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward it greatly. But at the same time, be warned, any sinful action you do, you disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, also the punishment for it will be great. 
we need to prepare ourselves to leave those bad habits away to embrace the good habits what we've been taught by the prophet muhammad the more closer we get to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the more he loves us and wallahi my dear brothers the day allah announces to the malaika that i love so and so and he tells jibril alayhi salam i love so and so you love him and jibril tells the malaika that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves such so and so and he ordered me and you to love that person what more do you want if Allah and his malaika loves us and Allah makes announcement by a name he takes our name fulan ibn fulan ibn fulan not general personally then what more do you need if Allah can announce my name to say he loves me and order the malaika to love me alhamdulillah that's the best reward you can get from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but we need to get closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to achieve that inshallah wa qawli qawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li sa'id muslimin fastaghfiruhu innahu huwal ghafurur rahim